0: Good afternoon, everybody. How is it going? Um, if you could please, please, pretty please go down to the show notes. Hopefully it's a clickable link to my Twitter feed. If you could go there and follow me, um, that that would be awesome. Tell me what you think about the show. Um... I I just would really appreciate the opportunity to get to uh interact and and get some feedback on you know whether or not what I'm doing is is good stuff or helpful or or whatever you want to call it, okay? Um So, um my original intent with this next episode was to read the third chapter of the Tao Te Ching. I'm not going to. Um, Because I I read over it and it confused me. Because I, I was under the impression that you know the Dao Te Ching and and Taoism and all all the stuff that follows after that was it, it kind of pushed towards a more self reliant type of mindset. Not you know becoming simplified to the point where you know I I kind of drew to a conclusion that. Know, in, instead of, you know, getting this this job that makes all of this money that you spend no time with your family, but you've got the big house and the nice car and all the stuff, but you only get to spend, you know, an hour or so with your family every day. I, I saw that instead of that through Taoism, and minimalism that life becomes more simplified. You, you find, uh, you find, uh, uh, you find joy in the cosmic pleasantry of, of knowing that this, this tree right here, all the other bad stuff going on in the world. This tree right here, got it figured out. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. And then you look out into a whole forest of trees just like that, and know that you know there there's a balance. There's all of this negative, awful crap going on in the world, but here, right here, it's 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 got it. There's no confusion here it's it's under control so after having read the third chapter you know I, I, I kind of looked up a couple of podcasts that were talking about chapter three and whenever I listened to what what they were reading they were reading a whole different translation and it it sounded like the positive version of, of what I was, what I was reading made it sound like, you know, the, the, the sage, or, the the governor, whatever words you want to use there. It, it sounded like, uh, you know, uh, a ten sentence poem, on, on how. The, how the government makes its people obedient. And I'm looking at this, going, "What? I? It, it didn't sound right." So I, you know, I looked up the other podcasts and listened to them, and they, they read off this whole other thing. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause on the, on the itching reading stuff for. Until I find me a, a better translation because this one I, I'm not exactly sure I, and it and it brings up you know my my thoughts as far as you know government and politics and stuff like that goes hey okay. as a minimalist I would say that I, I feel like I've caught on to some sort of a, a narrative that more or less forces us into living a particular lifestyle. Okay? And it's, and it's preached to us every day all day every day from the moment we're born until the moment we die that you know there's this this bar right here and as a child you're supposed to shoot for that bar and as an adult if you don't make it to that bar if you're not striving to be better than that bar then sorry to say but you're a loser okay you have not won you're not going to win and the end now that bar is a multitude of things okay that bar is the name on your shoes that bar is the amount of makeup that you wear. That bar is the kind of car that you drive. And a lot of it is is beaten into our heads by, by media. You know, like the music industry, only you know the the big the big hits and stuff you know all the all the rap songs and stuff talking about you know going to club and making it rain hundred dollar bills and stuff, and you know uh, uh a small-time kid growing up in in some sort of you know ghetto area looking at at their heroes being the ones who made it out of that out of that ghetto area and, and made millions of dollars they want to emulate that they want to be that kid that gets out of that place and not have to worry about not having any presents under the tree at Christmas. So they emulate what that guy what that that guy who succeeded, that guy who got out of the ghetto, they emulate that that person's lifestyle. And a lot of the time that person's lifestyle is not not a positive road. A lot of the time it was, you know, selling drugs, shooting people, killing people, robbing people, doing a lot of very negative things. And I completely understand. I get it. You're, you're doing it with the, the best of intentions. I get it. I do. But, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? I'm not necessarily trying to demonize the music industry and the things that are going on I'm, I'm kind of trying to use it as, as, a, as a lesson learned to get other people to learn the lesson that, that this is what the world is like today that we have we have areas of the world not, you know I, I mean I, I live in the United States and I know that in almost every single urban area to you know from a, a small city like Springfield Missouri I, I mean they're a they're a large city 150,000 plus okay up to you know up to a, a huge city like uh, like Los Angeles that's got you know many many millions tens of millions 20 30 million people that live in that city legally hey all of them have all of them have crime all of them have a a place where the lowest income people live and they don't have they don't have any other shot or opportunity at any sort of hope of getting out of that place other than taking stuff away from other people whether it be property or money or life they don't they don't have any other opportunity of getting out of that situation and i don't necessarily blame the government but I I guess in a, in a macro sense I do blame the government because the government's always been one of those things that tries to um tries to fix everything don't worry about it I'll take care of it we got it under control versus being that that hands off parent instead of being the helicopter parent It's always right there, ready to fix whatever. Being that parent that stands off to the side, lets their kid fall, get all scraped up and boo-booed, and then says, okay, what have we learned here? Okay, I, I think we've already learned all of those lessons. It's just that our parent won't stop being a helicopter. Won't go away. Won't let us do what we need to do to... Um, I keep wanting to say survive, but just live. You know, not everybody wants to be a lawyer, not everybody wants to be a doctor, not everybody needs to be any of these things. But our our society, our narrative, all of this civilization is set up to where that's that's what we're supposed to shoot for, and if we don't, then we're a big loser. We're all, you know, I, I don't know what the current generation is like, but I, I, I know whenever I was coming up, I was told that, you know, graduate from high school, go to college, get that paper, get the job, and you'll make money, and you'll be happy, and you'll, you'll do all of these things, and you'll be a success, and you'll be a winner, but. What they didn't tell me is that that's not going to happen for everybody. It's a big gamble. It might not happen for you. And it didn't happen for me. And I spent a lot of years really angry about it. I'm angry just talking about it. Because we're we're told to build up these big dreams and, and find these idols Movie stars and millionaires and sports stars and and all of this and, and use them as our idols and 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 emulate their lifestyles and you know I did I wanted to be a rock and roll star so I got into drugs and alcohol and you know I went to the parties and I made a big scene out of myself and you know I, depending on how you want to look at it I. I I succeeded in, you know, making people like me. I I failed in the whole being a rock star thing, but technically, so do most rock stars. I'm just now finding out that it's that it's not necessarily a bad thing to just to just be. I mean, look at you know, look at all the the monks and the uh, and not not necessarily Buddhist monks, but you know, Catholic monks and all the other religions that have a monastic division to them. Those people they you know most of them have taken a a vow of poverty. And I completely understand why. The, that pursuit of of more is is negative. More is not better. More is not. Not necessarily. Better. More is not necessarily. A positive thing. I'm of the mindset of being more self-reliant. I'm of the mindset of being. Trying to trying to find a way to change our mentality from everything being about your levels of success being based upon how much money you have how much stuff you have how expensive that stuff is and And I and I guess for a lack of a better a lack of a better analogy to to go back to a time where you know the guy with the biggest gut was was the king of the tribe. You know, the that that guy that was most successful that had the most food had the biggest belly. If you've got a big belly, then you know something you're doing. You've got things pretty well figured out. So we're going to hand the reins over to you and see what happens. We're all laying around here starving to death, counting our ribs and playing a xylophone on our ribs, you know, and, and having you know having an awful time trying to figure it out. You, sir, have a large belly. You've got. Lots of food. Let's let you have the reins. Let's let you figure it out. You know, the, the people that are eating are giving you money because you've got the food and they're hungry and they want to eat, so that, that guy usually became the leader. You had know, to take it back even, even further back than that know, kind of, well, I I don't know, I don't know further back than that, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the pioneer age in America after the Revolutionary War was over, and we uh, completed the Louisiana Purchase, and Lewis and Clark went west with their expedition. Um, I just recently found out that I have familial ties to that expedition to uh, Lewis and possibly even Clark, um, and I think a couple of other people on the, on the expedition itself. It's something I'm, I'm attempting to research, but I've got a lot of other things going on right now, so it's kind of lower on my list of things to do. Um, I, I I dig that, that, that time in history that, you know, they, they had that, uh, that big land grab and everybody ran out with their little flag and they planted their flag and it became their land and, you know, they just went out there with, with nothing. And, and succeeded you know I, I like that that mindset that, and it not being so much about you know going out there and starting a farm and making a bunch of money and getting more land and more livestock and more money and more land and more livestock and more but more but more, more, more but more being about Having a piece of property that you have a home on, and on that property you grow crops and you have a garden, and you have livestock, and you've and you've got all of the stuff that you that you need. You are taking care of all of your food and all of your water and all of your all of that stuff all on all on your little piece of property there. and kind of being around you know, being around a small town and that town being a a center for, you know, trade and and knowledge and stuff like that I guess maybe what I'm trying to say is I think we went a little too far There's a little piece of me that 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 thinks that if I could uninvent something, that I could take something away from this world and not bring it back, just completely remove it from the table, I think that something would be electricity. Just because I mean yeah, there's been a lot of medical advances and stuff like that and you know, I, I have this conversation with people before, well, what about all the good stuff that technology has brought us? What about all the medical advances? Think of all of the, all of the people that, that don't have to die from a particular disease anymore. Like, okay, well, how about all of the people that still have to die to maintain being able to distribute that, that medicine? Okay, like, uh, I don't know, smallpox or something like that has been more or less eradicated from our, our world, but how many people, how many children, babies die every year because they had a negative reaction to the vaccine? That, you know. 99.9% chance that they're never ever going to come in contact with smallpox. I, I think it's smallpox. I think it's smallpox. Polio you know the the diseases that we have vaccines for right now that we've eradicated from our our planet, those vaccines have and I'm not necessarily saying I'm an anti-vaxxer. I've been vaccinated, my children have been vaccinated. Everybody's okay, so you know, depending on your your definition of fine or okay or good or whatever. My my thing is that there are things in those vaccines that some babies are not equipped to handle they get into their system and they die from it. So how many of how many more of those kids have to die because of this vaccine, because of this medicine that we don't necessarily need anymore. I am a bit of a conspiracy theorist, yes. I, I, I'm a, a pretty firm believer in the idea that these medicines still exist and are forced upon us as a populist because you know, there's some, some company that's buddy-buddy with somebody in the government and you know, the company gave the buddy millions of dollars to push this bill forward that says that you know they're gonna force this drug on us we're gonna we're, you're gonna have to do this or or we're gonna take your children away and then days after being forced to put this chemical into a child's body that child dies And then some, some cold hearted person says, well, you know, some some people have got to die. It doesn't work on everybody. Da, 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 da. 99% chance. Blah 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 blah. But science has shown us that you know even even some of the toughest cancers if if we change our diet around not necessarily being vegan but but very heavy on the on the vegetables especially dark leafy greens that some of the toughest cancers can be beat i, I saw a lady on a on a documentary the other day that she had cured herself of MS, which is unheard of. There's not a medicine for MS. There's not a cure for it. And she had it, and now she does not i'm not necessarily trying to take away from anybody's right to to do whatever they they're wanting to do the the lifestyle that they have right now if that's how you want to stay that's fine but but people like me that want to that want to live on a little piece of property and build their own home according to their own taste and their own code and and all of that and not necessarily have to be attached to some sort of a grid whether it's the water or the power or anything like that and raise their family the way that they see fit. Not the way some politician a thousand miles away who has no idea what's going through anybody else's family a thousand miles away that person shouldn't have any sort of say on what goes on between your four walls what about murder rich murder is a law you can't you can't kill anybody that's a law that's that is so different that's something that starts at home If you got rid of the government, if you removed all of the laws from our world, killing somebody would still be against the a law, the law, the natural law. It would not be okay. Now, even as I say that, I run through examples in my mind where it, it may be okay, but we don't necessarily need to get into that right now. But on that little piece of property, a husband and a wife and their kids can live out their lives there and the children get old enough to to go out and explore the world they can grab up the few belongings that they have and and go and explore the world and in a lot of ways I feel like that that age is coming back like we used to be so so focused on being more, more money, more stuff, bigger houses, bigger cars, more, 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 more. And I don't know if it's, if it's on any sort of large scale or not, but I know there's a lot of other minimalists out there that are raising their children to be minimalist. and. And instead of focusing their lives on on ha- on getting more stuff, on 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 doing good in school so that they can get into a good college, so they can get a job that pays a lot of money, so that they can buy all the stuff, but instead raising their kids up to 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 realize that the stuff. The stuff doesn't define you. Your actions define you. Your heart defines you. And that... That... Instead of... Instead of being stuck in a spot for all the rest of your days and, and you know, like like in the pioneer days, you know, that's kind of the drawback for me is that those, those... People were born, lived, and died within, you know, 23 miles is all the more that they had ever traveled. And I, and, you know, and in a a half an hour's worth of time, I've gone from where I start my day well past where anybody 200 years ago had gotten. They spent all of their time, all 100 years of their lives within a half an hour's drive. And there's a lot of really cool stuff out there to see. And now that, you know, the, the internet is a something and and all the pictures of all the different places are are up on the internet. There's a lot of kids out there dreaming about going to those places. And I think my generation was still kind of trapped because we still had that, that mentality that we've gotta we've gotta buy the house. And once we've got the house, then we can get married and we can have kids and we can have all this stuff. And maybe, just maybe, if we save up enough money, we might be able to get away from this place for a week and maybe go see one of those places. Not counting travel time, not counting packing, not counting the time that we're in a hotel, but nowadays... Because I, I I see there being this this minimalist movement going around that there's a possibility of kids growing up and you know kind of reverting back to the you know the quote unquote good old days because all of our stuff fits on on our back depending on the time of the year you can put most of your clothes on a few changes of clothes in a backpack and. A few key items in your backpack and you can go off to wherever it is that you want to go to that's a that's another big huge dream of mine I've got a lot of dreams I've got a lot of goals I got a lot of ideas that I want to implement and and take hold but one of my favorite ones is just all of all of the stuff that I find necessary to make it through the day fits on my back. And I've got some sort of an online business going on that, that makes it possible for me to, to rent a hotel room somewhere from time to time and just go away. You know, crash at a friend's place that you know, doesn't necessarily want to be one of those traveler people and, and it's like you know what I, I'm not really much of a traveler I'm a homebody I want to hang out here I don't want to do this I want to be a farmer versus you know not having the latest clothes or whatever and, and always being on the run and moving around all the time and and that kind of thing i i get it i know people that that don't like that idea i love that idea i love the idea of being able to just throw all of my stuff in a backpack and know that all of my stuff is there and hop on a plane and go to wherever all right so sorry about that i had to go do my delivery um, Man, this is a really long episode. I didn't realize I'd been talking this long. Uh, I just started started going on a rant, and, and there it went. I I don't necessarily want it to sound like I'm all about anarchy or whatever, but definitely more government is probably not the answer. And... maybe maybe there are people out there who are not ready to be self-reliant I I am one of those people who would like to be more self-reliant Hey, okay? I wouldn't mind being that guy on a on a piece of property growing all of his own food, doing all of his own thing and not necessarily having to worry about some sort of some sort of alphabet soup department, government type person coming down on me for having done it. I also wouldn't mind finding a way of making life work out so that I don't have to have a house. I don't have to have you know a car or 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 any of that stuff. That my whole life revolves around my online business and and doing whatever that is. I still haven't figured that thing out. But I I know I'd like for it to happen and trying to figure out how to make it happen is yeah. You know, <laughs> it's becoming a a bit of a a bit of a struggle for me. Um Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop here. I It's just been way too long of an episode and I hope I hope after having listened to this episode that that you contact me and, and pick it apart and, and, you know, talk about bits of it or all of it or whatever. It's, it's all up for discussion and it's, it's something that I'd like to talk about if you feel like talking about it. So contact me and let me know what you think and I will talk to you later. Goodbye.